This is Swana Region Radio, a weekly review of politics and culture covering the whole region of South and West Asia and Northern Africa that regularly broadcasts on Pacifica Station, KPFK 90.7 FM in Los Angeles and online at kpfk.org. My name is Rana Sharif and my co-host is Hamoud Salhim. After this airing, our shows are posted as podcasts on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public. You can also follow Swana Region Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We thank you in advance for sharing our shows and our podcasts widely. Today, we join you on the heels of the 75th year of the Palestinian Nakba, or catastrophe, and to discuss the Nakba, its implications on the Palestinian people, and its links to the struggles of our communities across the Swana region, we are joined by Chief Mandela, the grandson of South African anti-apartheid leader and political prisoner, President Nelson Mandela. Chief Mandela will be traveling to the United States tomorrow for a six-city tour across Turtle Island organized by the United States Palestinian Community Network. He will be in Southern California on May 18th in Santa Ana, and we will share the details of the visit on our social media pages. Welcome, Chief Mandela and Karim Yusuf of USPCN. Chief Israel Gilly Mandela is the traditional leader of the Mvevo Kamhuli, the Great Place, the birthplace of Nelson Mandela, his grandfather. He's the son of Magathu Lewanika Mandela and Nulu Sapu Mandela Perry. He holds a degree and a postgraduate diploma in political science and international studies from Rhodes University. Chief Mandela was appointed a member of parliament by the African National Congress uh, following uh, successful elections in May 2009, 2014, and recently 2018. He remains one of the most effective members in the National Assembly. He served on the public works, cooperative governance, and traditional affairs portfolio committees, agriculture, forestry, and fisheries, and of the Portfolio Committee on Rural Development and Land Reform. Chief Mandela was an ANC whip in the Mineral Resources Portfolio Committee and served as part of the South African delegation to Pan-African Parliament focused on strengthening South Africa's representation in the said organization. He is the current chairperson of Portfolio Committee on Agriculture land reform and rural uh, development. Joining him is uh, Yusuf Karim, is a graduate student pursuing his PhD in materials science and in engineering at UCLA. He's a longtime community organizer with the US Palestinian Community Network and is currently based in Los Angeles. His political goals reflect that of USPCNs, complete freedom of of all historic Palestine from the Zionist project and to settler colonial injustices, wherever they may be. Welcome, Chief Mandela. It's an honor to have you here with us today. Thank you. Thank you both for joining us today. So Karim, perhaps we could begin with you. Uh, Chief Mandela is traveling on a six-day tour here on Turtle Island in um, 
as a commemoration of the 75th year of the Palestinian Nakba, organized by USPCN. Can you speak to us a little bit about the importance of this work, the work of USP USPCN, and if you could actually share with us the partnering organization supporting this work? Sure. So we thought there'd be no better way to commemorate the 75th uh, anniversary of the Nakba other than hosting uh, Chief Mandela. And so the US Palestinian Community Network the National Alliance Against Racist and Political Oppression. We're organizing a U.S. Nekba Day 75 tour, and this is taking place from May 15th to May 20th. And we're featuring, featuring our honored guest, uh, Chief Nkosi Suelebele Mandela, the elected member of the South African National Assembly, representing the African National Congress, and grandson of the late Nelson Mandela as the tour's keynote speaker. Um, we are honored to be in the presence of someone who is eloquently unabashed in his support for the Palestinian people and a progressive who advocates and fights for justice for oppressed people around the world, just like his grandfather did. Uh, Chief Mandela speaks regularly about Palestinian liberation and resistance to settler uh, colonialism uh, at conferences, rallies, and other events across the world. So please um, join us and um, RSVP today at mandelatour.com. Uh, join us in Orange County on Thursday, May 18th at Santa Ana High School. The event starts at 6 p.m. and doors open at five. Um, and admission to all of these speaking tour events in the, is uh, free of charge. So instead, we're asking if our communities who help us support this historic tour with a donation that would help us cover the costs of the tour. And please, to learn more about the work of USPCN, please follow us on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Our handles are at USPCN. Thank you, Karim. Uh, Chief Mandela, again, uh, welcome. Can you tell us a bit about the purpose of your visit? South Africa has been a strong supporter of the Palestinian cause. With the immediate attacks on Gaza as we speak and the ongoing repression of Palestinians in all of Palestine, what does or should uh, the liberation look like? Thank you. Uh, for us, uh, it is a true honor to accept an invitation by USPCN to be able to come on a, a 75th Nagba tour in and around the US. A. And um, me personally, the work that we do in support of the Palestinian struggle has been a, a insp inspired by my grandfather, His Excellency President Nelson Holita Tamande. He used to tell us stories during his own incarceration while they were in prison, sentenced for life, that it was the brave Palestinian struggle that uh, was uh, an inspiration to them during our darkest days in history. They used to receive support from uh, Palestinian brothers and sisters who had pledged their unwavering support in our cause and rallied around the anti-apartheid campaign and the free Mandela campaign. And Madiba always used to cherish the support that uh, he received from Palestine. And uh, on uh, his release, 
visited Gaza in 1995, he said that our freedom is incomplete without the freedom of the Palestinians. Uh, that moved me to embarking on a trip to occupied Palestine in 2017, where I was able to witness firsthand the atrocities that uh, were experienced daily by uh, Palestinians. And like many of us from South Africa, who come from that brutal past of 350 years of colonialism, coupled with 60 years of a brutal apartheid regime, could only come to one conclusion, that what Palestinians are witnessing in occupied Palestine is far worse of an apartheid that we as South Africans experience. And uh, we have taken the baton where Madiba left off and we continue to be a voice of the voiceless. And this is why we continue to crisscross the globe advocating for the Palestinian struggle. Thank you so much for sharing that and to offering that kind of like framing in relation to the struggles of your grandfather and the legacies that has, it's really an honor to hear that the struggles of the Palestinians have um, been sustaining for his own organizing and your own organizing. And that's just truly an honor to be part of that legacy. So Palestinians, uh, Chief Randala, in all of Palestine and the Shatat, the diaspora, are coming up on 75 years of the Nakba, but that's also 75 years of resistance and resilience to this uh, Zionist settler colonial project that would very easily have us erased. If you could speak a little bit about how we can continue to build that liberation movement. A struggle has been waged on many fronts. As I said, that uh, we uh, come from a long history of settler colonialists of 350 years, coupled with uh, 60 years of a brutal apartheid regime. And never did we ever lose sight and lose hope that we will attain freedom in uh, our lifetime of a certain generation. And we continue to tell uh, uh, Palestinian brothers and sisters that uh, as uh, the brutal apartheid regime in South Africa was born in 1948 with the National Party government coming into power, the very same time when the Zionist apartheid regime in the uh, Zionist state of Israel was born, we can assure our comrades that they will realize their freedom in uh, their lifetime. And what uh, is uh, interesting is to share the parallels that uh, uh, we see from South African experience with that of the Palestinians. And I uh, will be speaking greatly uh, on this during my tour in the US. But first and foremost is to speak on the internal resistance within uh, occupied Palestine. We as South Africans had to set aside our partisan lines and also uh, mobilize the masses right across our country through the United Democratic Front. It was only then that we were able to enjoy the vast majority of support from our people when we regarded ourselves as one people who are oppressed by the oppressor. And we are making a call to all Palestinians through civil rights organizations led by BDS and to all uh, partisan lines, whether you are in Fatah, in Hamas, 
in the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, we need to, you to all come together in having a common uh, strategy in fighting off uh, the oppressors. But also we as South Africa relied on the uh, South Africans living in exile. And today we have uh, 7 million Palestinians living in the diaspora. Our comrades living in exile became ambassadors of our own cause in the struggle for liberation. And this is why we are making a call to uh, the Palestinians in the diaspora to be ambassadors of their own struggle for liberation. We want to activate every Palestinian in the, in the diaspora to be able to carry the message out into the global community. On the third phase is that uh, the frontline states in SADC, in uh, the Southern Africa, that supported us. We therefore want to draw uh, experience from that and call on the uh, uh, Arab League of Nations to rally behind the Palestinian cause. We uh, have been watching closely many of those countries uh, normalizing with apartheid Israel. And we as Africa have made a call that if the Arab dagger is uh, stabbing the Palestinians on the back, it will be Africans that will liberate uh, Palestine. But we are happy today to say that uh, with the shift and the change that we are witnessing, where Saudi Arabia is now coming closer to having talks with Iran, where Saudi Arabia has uh, ceased fire and has stopped the war with Yemen, it uh, uh, is a great improvement. And we hope that these will uh, lead to a closer uh, support to the Palestinian cause. But we are also looking into the international community. In our time, the African continent and the global community rallied behind us through the international solidarity movement in support of our anti-apartheid campaign and the release Mandela campaign. And in so doing, we were able to attain our freedom in our lifetime. And we are saying to the international community, as you rose and stood side by side with us and delivered our freedom, you can too rise and support the Palestinians so that they too can witness their freedom in their lifetime. We are happy though to see that the tide is changing. Institutions like Human Rights Watch and Amnesty International have now classed Israel as an apartheid state. And we are beginning to see a, a swelling movement on the ground where protesters are coming out in the great numbers in uh, the scenes we've seen in London, in Canada, and even in the USA. That shows that we are beginning to win the fight. You are listening to Swana Region Radio on independent and listener-sponsored KPOK 90.7 FM Los Angeles, 98.7 Santa Barbara, and streaming online at kpfk.org. I'm Rana Sharif, and along with my co-host, Hamoud Salhi, we are honored to be joined by Chief Mandela to discuss his upcoming NACBA tour organized by USPCN. Chief Mandela, there has been a strong movement towards uh, pushing uh, for the uh, full state sovereign membership of the Palestinian states. South Africa is one of the leading countries that is promoting this. Algeria is another 
do you see this as a possibility, uh, particularly in the, with the continued violation of Palestinian rights? And uh, will that be a possibility in the near future? Repeat that I'm not in seeing. What we've seen, what the Palestinians have been pushing or are pushing, have been pushing recently, is a full recognition uh, to become a full state. Uh, now the, the Palestinians have a permanent possession, but not a full state. Algeria recently in the Arab League uh, promoted that uh, proposal. Uh, I know South Africa is leading that. Uh, South Africa plays a major role in the non-aligned movement. When you look at it, there is number to happen uh, for that to happen, but there is the United Nations Security Council a veto there is likely. Do you see a possibility of this goal to be achieved for the Palestinians? Absolutely. Uh, for us, uh, we have uh, continuously uh, uh, pledged our support for the Palestinian struggle. And uh, there used to be talks of a two-state solution, uh, but that ship has long sailed a uh, long time ago. And uh, uh, you have uh, on a daily basis uh, the apartheid Israeli regime is eroding that uh, two-state solution in every uh, illegal uh, settlement on a Palestinian land has led to less than 12% of the, the land uh, remaining now in the Palestinian uh, hands. And uh, it reminds us of our own brutal experience where, 30, uh, where 87% of our population was forced into Bantu stands of 13%. And 10% of the majority enjoyed 87% of uh, the land. And we uh, fought uh, for a total freedom for uh, South Africa as a one uh, member state. And this is why we say that uh, we can no longer speak of a two-state solution the only thing remaining is a one-state solution where the Palestinian people can be given a referendum uh, to decide their fate if they want to pursue a self-determination. And this is what we believe in as South Africa. And uh, we are happy that uh, within the Pan-African Parliament, as well as the African Union, We've been able to revoke uh, the uh, apartheid Israel's uh, uh, observer status. With the assistance of Algeria, Kenya, South Africa has been able to achieve that. And we continue to advocate for the Palestinians to have the right to establish a one uh, state that will be uh, able to be in, uh, recognized as Palestine. And uh, this uh, we have begun winning in many platforms. If you look at uh, our lobby in the non-alignment uh, uh, movement, but also this is an agenda that we want to place highly in the BRICS uh, summit that we will be hosting here in South Africa with uh, the change that we are witnessing in global politics, where we are moving from a unipolar system to a bipolar system that accommodates more countries and their sovereign status. 
Uh, we are excited as South Africa to be in the BRICS countries and to see countries like Turkey, Saudi Arabia, and uh, UAE applying to join the BRICS countries. And that would effectively bring us to owning about 46% of the global economy. And uh, I believe that when it comes to the BRICS summit in South Africa, there will be a surprising BRICS, uh, 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 BRICS currency that will be launched, which will ensure that we are able to trade in our own currencies. And these are exciting times, but uh, we'll speak more on these issues during our tour in the USA. Thank you so much. And undoubtedly, we invite all of our listeners to um, follow us and connect with USPCN, where we will provide the information where you can come and see Chief Mandela in person. And we don't have much, too much more time left, but Chief Mandela, you did speak about the establishment of BRICS and South Africa's role in, in BRICS. And really, that is an example of advocating for a just international order. Uh, the leadership position, for example, during COVID-19 and the pandemic, South Africa was pushing to share intellectual property that would ultimately offer care. But the United States was ex- um, against that kind of um, sharing knowledge, particularly around the vaccines, which had catastrophic catastrophic implications on um, and for South Africans. In the post-Ukraine area, era, excuse me, um, Chief Mandela, uh, what role does South Africa play in pushing and, and continuing to push for a just international order? For us, uh, we've continuously uh, been a voice for the voiceless and uh, we utilize uh, our role in BRICS and in uh, any other uh, formations to speak uh, for oppressed nations uh, around the globe, that their voice must be uh, also recognized. And uh, we are happy that uh, BRICS uh, countries We've been uh, playing a significant role uh, in uh, winning uh, support for sovereign states. But also it is important uh, to acknowledge uh, that uh, the Palestinian uh, struggle also needs to be placed high on the agenda for uh, uh, the BRICS countries. And we are happy to see uh, Comrade President Lula in Brazil uh, winning uh, the election who is uh, pledging his unwavering support uh, for Palestine. And I think with this summit uh, coming to South Africa, we will see a real commitment to the Palestinian cause. And other uh, uh, non-alignment members that uh, have looked into building a more South-South relations and creating a more uh, international solidarity uh, movement that can reach out uh, from Africa to the Arab League of Nations, to the uh, EU, as well as uh, Canada and uh, Latin America and Caribbean countries. It is exciting times, and we believe that uh, we are getting closer to the vision that uh, we aspired to. Thank you so much, Chief Mandela. This is really great. Sorry, we're, we're running out of time. Karim, it's a pleasure having you. I, I'm sure we'll, we'll have a great event. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chief Mandela, for being here. It's such an honor. We look forward to seeing you in person. Um, Karim, if you could give our listeners uh, one more time how they can learn information about the upcoming tour and uh, share that once again with our listeners before we have to end for today. Thank you. To join us for our upcoming tour, please RSVP today at mandelatour.com. 
Once again, that is mandelatour.com. And simply select the city that you are joining us in. And if you're in Orange County, join us Thursday on May 18th at Santa Ana High School in Santa Ana, California. The event starts at 6 p.m., doors open at 5, and please follow us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, at USPCN for updates. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's all the time we have for today's show. Thank you to our esteemed guests, Chief Mandela and Chukarim Yusuf of USPCN. We would like to remind our listeners that all of our shows are available to download at kpfk.org. And if you miss all or part of our live broadcasts, you can listen to them on Spotify, Anchor, Google, Breaker, and Radio Public. We also invite you to follow up Swana Region Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. My name is Rana Sharif, and on behalf of the Southwest Asia and Northern Africa Swana Collective, and my co-host Hamoud Salhi, we thank you for listening. This show is dedicated to the people of Palestine and the 75th commemoration of the Nakba. In honor of this commemoration, Palestinian Feminist Collective, a co-sponsoring organization of Chief Mandela's tour, releases the following statement. On the 75th commemoration of the Nakba, we, the Palestinian Feminist Collective, express deep gratitude to the indigenous communities across Turtle Island, the original stewards of this land, and in deep solidarity with their continued presence and struggle. The PFC stands with its co-strugglers against all forms of racialized and genocidal state violence. Since 1948, the Palestinian people have been subjected to these forms of violence. On this day, we remember our ongoing Nakba, an ever-unfolding catastrophe of dispossession, forced exile, violent subjugation, ruthless military occupation, imprisonment, and death at the hands of the Zionist settler colonial project. Throughout this time, we, Palestinians, have resisted in multiple ways. Our people remain steadfast in our pursuit and celebration of life as the indigenous caretakers of our land, even if separated from Palestine. We continue to nurture our social, political, and cultural presence as a people in our homeland and across the Shatat. This continued practice of resistance reminds us that the past and present are tethered to one another and are central to making a liberated future. This is our method and practice of asserting our history and our belonging to Palestine, a willful defiance to the act of forgetting and a challenge to Zionist erasure of Palestine and Palestinians. Today and every day, we affirm that our land and our people are one indivisible Watson, homeland and peoplehood. Again, the PFC aims to abolish Zionism's systemic regime of rightlessness, dispossession, military occupation, apartheid, siege, war, and gendered and sexual violence that have been ongoing since before the 1948 Nakba. We resist erasure, subjugation, and fragmentation through the restoration of lost land, time, peoplehood, and cultures. We are committed to the reunion of our people, communities, and homeland, from the northern Galilee to the southernmost tip of the Nakab, from the Mediterranean coastal lands to the sacred city of Jerusalem, to the terrain west of the Jordan River. Across historic Palestine, throughout the Shatat, and through our intergenerational connections, diverse and rich traditions, histories, and organizing practices, the Palestinian Feminist Collective affirms that we are one people. Thank you.